I'm gone. everybody. Um, I had a very good friend um, at message me a few weeks ago and she was asking me about low acid coffee and I realized after searching it for a little bit that I had a lot to learn. Um, so we've got Britton here today and Logan because um, he was sending <laughs> me some scientific articles and I was uh, like, huh? What? <laughs> so um, but let's talk a little bit about, because I don't want people to get confused, like, we describe coffee as acidic, which is very different than acidity in coffee, like the pH level of coffee. So what would you say acidity in coffee? Describe that. Uh, so acidity in coffee um, can mean different things. There's actually two types of acids that are naturally occurring in coffee. Those are organic acids and chlorogenic no, but acids. Those are the real acids in coffee. If you're going to say this a coffee is acidic, acidic, the flavor profile or. Uh, well, so those contribute to the, the flavor depending on what type of acid is in it. But um, basically, it's like an astringent flavor that you can kind of feel on the front of your tongue. Um, and a lot of people will confuse it with bitterness because it's pretty hard to tell the difference. But it's basically like a really bright, like lemony flavor on the front of your tongue. The, yeah. The and you can feel it, it on your tongue right in the front. Which is different than brightness. So yeah. Brightness well, and brightness and acidity, together. yeah, they go kind hand of. in hand. Like, so really bright coffees, Kenyan. Those are all highly acidic which coffees. Which I do not like. Yeah. I don't well, like acidic coffees. Acidic flavor. Flavor not coffees, not pH yes. level. Yes. Because that's a whole different thing. So, um... I think there are four main factors that influence coffee acidity and I'm going to tell you when you start researching this you can tell that there's some marketing stuff going on compared to science um, and things you know like many things the SCA the Specialty Coffee Association just did some studies on this and really dialed yeah. it in <laughs> what more. what they kind of did more is they gathered there's been a ton of studies done on this from the 50s and they still can't figure it out but they've compiled all of that research together and they're like trying to fill in the holes of what we don't really know which because is pretty for cool. a long time i mean we believe that dark roast coffee actually had less caffeine because it was roasted out and that's still in some of these things that talks about that which isn't true i mean that they did a big study the sca did it was very negligible the effect but so more four main factors that influence coffee acidity one the coffee bean type and lower grown coffee seems to have less acidity in it so you're high grown near jamaican probably even. well and i mean by less acidity we're talking 0. 0.4 on the ph scale yeah we're not yeah and so there is the ph let's go back to good yeah. to the ph scale so zero is like battery acid is actually at a one so very acidic and then at and then it goes up to i guess a 14. so um actually the higher the number the less acidic it is, which it's kind of backwards from what you think. So black coffee is right around a five. Mm -hmm. um, and just to put that in perspective, like soda and juices are like a two or a three, so they're quite a bit more acidic. So I thought it was interesting, some of the research said, if your stomach isn't bothered by soda or juice, they're much more acidic. So it's not any acid in coffee that's affecting you. Yeah. Um, 
and then distilled water is about a seven. And low acid coffees are about a 5.7, so they're a little bit more. And then cold brew coffee, which we'll talk about in a minute, is, is, even, is better. So, um, so the coffee bean type, Arabica has less caffeine and less acid, yep. generally, across the board. Um, obviously, the lower grown ones, so specifically um, like Sumatra, Brazil, Colombian, you know, are, are going to have less acid just naturally occurring in the coffee bean. And then the roast type of the coffee bean is one of the, is what SCA said was the most. It's, yeah, it, dip, it like changes how much acid's in the coffee more than anything else. So like in the, in the, what is it, the chloroquine acid, the chloroquine acid levels, which are like the ones that affect your stomach more and don't affect taste so much. Uh, in dark roast coffee, almost 100% of those yeah, are destroyed. Yeah, the roast level. In light roast coffee, 45% of them are Get destroyed. Are in destroyed. a light roast, yeah. A medium is 60%, and then a dark roast is almost 100%. Yep. So a dark roast coffee is going to be the least acidic coffee, if that's something that you're looking for. So the, the quality, the Arabica, the lower grown, and then the a darker roast. And we'll tell you which of our coffees at the end you know, kind of fit these criterias. And then the process followed to brew the coffee. So that also can affect the acidity level. Um, obviously having more water is going to make the ratio to, you know. We'll dilute it. And that's why cold brew, not iced coffee, but at tr really cold brew coffee where you let it steep for, you know, 12 to 18 in, hours. In cold water. Yeah, the hot versus cold water with brewing methods, the hot water will break down those acids more and it'll extract them from the beans, whereas the cold water won't as much. It is a slower process and it doesn't draw out as much acid. But but you're just you're diluting yeah, cold brew you're use. Diluting you're diluting it, it yeah. so much that it will be gentle a gentler. I mean, it's a milder taste coffee. It's mm -hmm. usually it's so. Um, and then water quality, which is just the pH level of your water at your house, which can vary widely. So when you're brewing coffee, the water level at your own house, which we know a lot of people don't think about this, but you can take incredible coffee and brew it in really not great water at your house and it will be bad we in our stores have filters we have filters before this uh, extras before the espresso machine and the brewers um, because water quality is huge for a uh, good cup of coffee it is important though like so you don't want to use distilled water you still want some minerals and stuff in there but it should be like more it should be a low level of minerals it should be controlled not just using distilled water because that'll take away a lot of flavor from it too. And you should always wash your filters. Yeah, always wash your filters before you brew. Yeah, and that's what some of the paper filters, they said that that could help if you're looking to reduce the acid using a paper filter, mm -hmm. that that would. And then, um, do I thought, I mean, I've never heard of it, but I have heard of people doing this by putting eggshells in your brewer Maybe. Washing them really well and putting them in there, that that can help. And adding just a teeny bit of salt will help reduce the acid level in the brewer. 
before you brew coffee. <laughs> we haven't tried these either. things. No, there's but. no scientific evidence of any of those. Well, there there kind of is though. So ways to <laughs> that you can reduce the acid in your coffee. Add milk, right? Add brew water. with more water. Yeah. So add water. Um, I guess eggshells or salt. You can try those. Calcium. Oh, eggshells or yeah. salt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in picking the right bean. So yeah. which ones of our beans would be the best low acid? Um, so the best one that I can think of would be our Pacific Dark Roast. Um, it's just the darkest coffee we offer. And then it's also made with coffees that are grown at low elevations. So those will have less acid naturally. Um, I would also say that our French roast or Italian would be good because those are also dark roasts. And if you're looking for like a uh, higher quality single origin, our Sumatra is a dark roast that's grown at low elevations. So that one would be pretty low acid for you. And, and really none of, not very many of our coffees are truly light roasted. So really most of them are more medium roast anyway to get the best flavor for the coffee. Yeah, just, uh, just basically our Kenya and Ethiopian are going to be like our lightest roast. If you have problems with acid in coffee, don't buy our Kenya <laughs> or Which our Ethiopian. Which makes sense because they're very acidic and bright coffees, but those are yeah. the flavors you want from those coffees, so you don't want to roast them out. Yeah, we don't want to destroy the good organic acids that are in those coffees because they taste so good. Which, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because you don't want to destroy all the acids in coffee. Yeah, so the reason... So there's like five main acids that contribute to good flavor and result in higher cupping scores. Um, it's going to be citric, lactic, malic, and then there's two other ones. Um, yeah. and they like occur during the fermenting process of the coffee. So the more expensive coffees we buy are actually like naturally fermented. Um, for a while before they had cherries actually come off of them and before they clean them and get them to us. So they're trying to develop all those acids, the growers are, so we don't want to destroy them by dark roasting those coffees. Well, that helps develop the taste profile more than it actually changes the pH level of the coffee. Correct, yeah, yeah. So it's not worth it to destroy those acids for like a 0.5 pH change. Yeah, because it wasn't cold brews like a 5.1 on the acid scale and then a dark, the darkest roast is 5.7. So, I mean, you're still within the five range on the pH scale. You're not going very far. Right, right. Yeah, the... It's way different than a soda or a juice, right? I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a big difference yeah. from two to three or five to almost six, too. So, um, yeah, most of our body are, are neutral, so they're seven, right? So seven is the, I mean, yeah. I know pH balance of water and other things. Um, and the gastric acid in our stomach is between a one and a three. Well, it was interesting too because in the studies over and over again, it was kind of saying that the acid in coffee is not actually what affects your stomach. There's hormones and other things in coffee um, that can cause certain parts of your esophagus <laughs> you to make a bathroom. Yeah. Like a lot of people drink yeah. coffee and like, oh, I've got to go to the bathroom after I drink yeah, coffee. Yeah, there's, there's actually hormones and other things in coffee. With esophagus, so it's not really your stomach. It's more an esophagus. And yeah. caffeine can contribute to it. Yes. So if you do have it, going to a half-calf or a or a decaffeinated coffee yeah, can help it too. Especially on an empty stomach. I mean, most people, they get up and they drink their coffee. Your stomach is empty. And uh, I thought this was interesting, though. This is Cindy Panaranda. 
a registered dietitian in Arizona. She said, really, the acidity of food and drink aren't an issue because much of what we ingest goes through our stomachs and is broken down with gastric acids. There really is no good evidence that acidity is the problem people have with coffee. And I thought that was interesting. If you don't have a problem with pop or juices, which are much more acidic than coffee, then coffee itself really isn't the problem. It may have more to do with caffeine. Yeah, um, or coffee. even like uh, some of the bacterias that are naturally occurring in coffee, which sounds Do gross. But yeah, there's just natural bacteria there that some people are more susceptible to than well, others. I mean, so. What did you say? The different bacteria or anything? Like nine percent of coffee is antioxidants. Yeah. So. Um, in the organic acids are actually antioxidants and four to nine percent of coffee is actually these acids which are all antioxidants so they're doing a bunch of research right now they don't know a ton about them but they do know that four to nine percent of coffee is actually antioxidants which was surprising that's like a really big number no it's more antioxidants than tea a lot of times coffee yeah. is good coffee but no we're talking we're not talking uh, we're talking Arabica, you know, specialty, specialty grade. grade coffee. We're not talking coffee with a bunch of fill, fillers and, and coffees that had time to develop and develop some of these properties. But, I mean, we talked about the health benefits of coffee, and it, to me it's uh, quite uh, amazing, really. But you figure it comes from a coffee cherry, yep. and there's so many cherry properties. Yeah, and the, the good growers who let that coffee ferment and aren't using machines to get it out, that stuff is going to have more of those organic acids so it will be better for you which is huge to us because we only buy specialty grade coffee that's treated really well and goes through good processes so so just kind of to recap so coffee uh, generally has about a five ph level um, and ways that you can make it less acidic you know add milk that's an easy way is to do that add more water so you can brew it at a higher you know a 10 cup rather than a six cup or just really adding more water um i guess brewing it with eggshells which i've never tried <laughs> or a pinch of salt which i can see salt being really good and adding some taste yeah. honestly to coffee a little mm -hmm. bit of sweetness or, or cutting it a little bit um but doing lower grown coffees and darker roast so those are a lot of variables that you can take into account um, you don't necessarily have to pay 25 30 dollars a pound of coffee for low acid coffee um, I would try some of these things first and and see if they make a difference and again kind of going back to if you can drink pop and juice maybe it's first thing in the morning thing on an empty stomach yeah. Or maybe it's more of the caffeine and eliminating some of the caffeine or some strategies. So anything you'd like to add, Logan? <laughs> <laughs> so um, thank you, Logan, for being here. He is our um, roast master here at Coffee Beanery. So he really geeks out about coffee and uh, likes to read all the studies and just keep up on it. And... I was a little confused. He's like, look <laughs> at these charts. This is so fascinating. I'm like, okay, what's CQGA <laughs> again? So, um, but thank you very much for tuning in. If you guys have any questions, if you have um, anything else about coffee that you're really interested and want to talk to Logan about, let us know, and we'll get him back here for another 
uh, Wednesday morning coffee session. Have a great day.